Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. Doing fantastic. Yeah, we're out. I'm enjoying fall and all that comes with it right now. What's the, uh, <laughs> what's the weather like out there? Chilly, but not bad. So um, I, I don't remember. I think today we're like high of 48 or something like that. So the heater is on at night, you know. <laughs> Um, but this is, it's kind of an energizing time for me. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Fall's beautiful. We, uh, in Colorado, we've had our first major snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, we have not yet. <laughs> we had, uh, 15 to 20 inches up in the mountain. So the ski, oh, kidding. they've got two ski resorts that are going to start, uh, opening up this weekend. Uh, no way. Who's opening? A Basin, probably. A Basin. Uh, there's going to be a Rapaho. Uh, no, excuse me. A Basin is a Rapaho. So it's A Basin, uh-huh. uh, Eldora. Uh, is opening up, um, and they're another one that's uh, actually in the front range. Usually they don't, but they got a great dump of snow. That's uh, awesome. And then um, I know that Beaver Creek and Vale are going to be opening up soon because they got such great snow. Right. Uh, so it'll be fun to see so, how that oh, goes. Oh, and by the time this airs, so so we're in the beginning of November when you're saying this. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Think when this airs, it's like you know after Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll be well open. For sure, though, we'll be, we'll be skiing that's for sure. so fun. You'll have to get up there. Yeah, yeah, we'll be looking forward. We're going to be skiing up at uh, uh, Arrowhead, Beaver Creek at Christmas time. Uh, nice. Uh, running uh, run of our, uh, uh, at a very favorable rate uh, from one of our, our leaders, actually, Heath and Rebecca. Uh, they have a beautiful condo. That's right, right. They have a place up Right there. on the slope. So you can walk out their door and get on the lift. So, oh, that is fantastic. So, uh, we usually go to Snowmass uh, with the kids, but this year we're going to try that, um, see how it goes. And, and Linda's been saying she's going to go skiing this year, so that'll be fun. Oh, excellent. Yeah. But, but we, had a, we had a pretty big snowstorm here, and uh, it was interesting, you know, to drive around in the snow again. So, yeah. Uh, to see it all. Yeah, I it heard it, there was snow on the ground for the Air Force Academy game this last weekend. And, you know, being. Former Dan being from the academy, we've been following. They're having an amazing football season. Yeah. So super fun to watch them right now. Yeah. Um, as we, you know, we talk about the supernatural, um, you know, it's, remember, the definition is really simple. It's God acting in, in ways that aren't natural. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so all kinds of ways. There's a million different ways it happens. So as we experience the supernatural, we start to realize the the breadth and the depth of it because we see there's really no limitation and there's mm-hmm. no there's no narrow definition to it. It's really mm-hmm. just you know God at work and and so uh, and we're talking right now about as we're receiving it is to share that and give that away uh, and to you know encourage people with that and uh, you know Dave Dunkel uh, was sharing we were Dave and I were actually sharing. Uh, with a group of executives about, you know, God at work and, and supernatural things. And, 
he shared a great story for him. He was, uh, uh, in, he was in Florida uh, at his home there driving at a stoplight. And uh, Dave, Dave's a pretty aggressive driver. Uh, I can imagine. Uh, uh, and Chris, <laughs> he, he also likes to drive fast like you do. <laughs> he likes to drive fast. And, you know, he's even, he's even uh, likes to drive race cars, et cetera. But um, he was at the stoplight and he typically, you know, is ready to go and goes pretty quick um, and, and is antsy to go. And this, can, this time he just had a sense not to go. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not even go, just stay there. And it, it turned from red to green. He stayed there, and a a uh, a guy in a big uh, vehicle uh, ran a red light going uh, seventy five miles an hour. Wow! Uh, and it wasn't kind of going through the light. He ran it at seventy five miles an hour. And Dave said, "If I had gone out into that intersection, um, hmm. we wouldn't be talking to Dave." <laughs> right. So, right. Uh, wow. So it was, uh, and it wasn't. It was just, it was one of those things as he recognized, you know, just something, the work of the spirit to halt him when he Mm -hmm. typically wouldn't. And we, he and I talked about how supernatural that is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And how wonderful it is that, that God cares about our life Mm -hmm. um, and knows things that are going to happen. And remember, this is important uh, because our view, our typical view of it would be, well, why doesn't God just keep bad things from happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, we don't have to ever worry about it. He said, well, God says, well, uh, Adam and Eve, I gave authority to the earth on Adam and Eve. They gave it over to Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's under the control of Satan, who's kill, steal, and destroy, entropy. And there's bad things happening all over the world all the time. So I'm not up here. I haven't eliminated evil, but, right. ra- but rather I can protect you in the evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happened with Dave is that, you know, that was going to happen. Dave wasn't aware of it, but God was and could do something about it to encourage us to respond to that. And he recognized it and I recognized it as, well, that's, that's an example of the supernatural, um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've, I've got, I've got at work, you know? And so just keep, as everybody keeps thinking about this of, um, Keep looking for, experiencing, and then recognizing that, wow, look at what just happened. Mm-hmm. That, that was God. And, and as the more that you document that, the more that you share that, um, it'll be easy, in a sense, to give it away, which, right. is, which is our call, is that uh, in order, by the way, for you to give it away, and this is kind of interesting, you got to actually be receiving it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And just, um, I'm reminded even helping other people to see it, right. You know, cause sometimes there's things that go on. Um, yesterday I was volunteering up at the coffee shop and a gentleman stopped by, you know, we put free coffee out for whoever wants to stop by and then are available to kind of chat. And, and he walks by and the sign of our church, it's called netcast catches his eye. And he's like, and he comes, he's like, what is netcast? And I'm like, oh, buddy, you ask, you know, we, we have this coffee shop, but we are actually a church and, you know, get talking to him and whatever. And I get into this conversation with him and um, actually get to, to share the love and restoration for him. He has just come out of a gambling addiction. Mm. I shouldn't even say he's like going to 
the equivalent of Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, right. Gambler, gambling. I think, I think it's even called Gamblers Anonymous or something like okay. that. Okay. But it's, you know, so he's going through this and um, and just had has really hit rock bottom. And this is very recently just had a, a real crash with all of it. And um, he said, you know, he was just the other day sitting in that part of what they take them through is a bit of a prayer process. And he was basically saying, you know, I, I ask God if he's real, you know, I, I need to, you know, I, I need some way to connect with somebody who can show me more or, you know, whatever. And literally he's walking through the mall and he's like, I don't know why I stopped, but I think I was supposed to stop. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I know you were supposed to stop. So we had this conversation of, you know, God had planted in his heart the desire to find a church and to find some kind of community and a group of friends that was other than what he is running with mm. as he's into this journey for healing. And I'm like, yo, there's no mistake. That is the supernatural work of God. Yeah. And, and we need to see it for what it is. I was like, he, he invited you to this place. I, I can't wait to see you here Sunday morning, you know? Um, but just opening people's eyes to the supernatural, right. that that was God speaking to him. And, and it was just not a voice that he recognized yet. Yep. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's really, that's a great supernatural story. Um, well, as we're, we're talking about, um, you know, we, we've gotten to the point here where we talked about the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, part of the blessing is to experience supernatural things. Um, and we've started to discuss uh, the aspect of sharing that with others uh, and helping them understand it. And so this, this is a little kind of a, a neat story about the feeding of the 5,000, but it's uh, go ahead, if you would, uh, read Matthew 14, uh, 13 to 21. Sure. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Okay. So, um, you know, we've gone through this story, uh, part of the, the, this, this opportunity to go through the material with the supernatural is we've used the gospels, mm -hmm. uh, and the life with the disciples, because we wanted to, you know, set it up with, uh, when Jesus first met them, mm -hmm. he just said, the kingdom is here, uh, right. you know, come and follow me. Um, and I'm going to demonstrate to you what it means to live in the kingdom. And, uh, he, they did, they said, okay, we're willing to go. And he started out with supernatural stuff to encourage them. Um, well, for three years, they are experiencing what it means to, uh, live in the kingdom, which by definition means God's at work doing supernatural things. Mm -hmm. um, and he wants to draw us into that place of experiencing it, one. 
and then two giving it away. You know, so we've looked at these stories over and over and over again from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one was uh, their their reaction to it. You know, how they thought about it. It wasn't normal for them uh, in the story, but they they wound up being engaged in it. So, um, you know, Jesus is is experiencing doing miracles. People are following him. Uh, this is getting late in the day, and uh, they said, "Hey, you got to send them, send them away, because they got to go eat." Mm-hmm. Um, and it, look at what look at Jesus's statement that he makes. That he said, "Hey, they have a need. Mm-hmm. Um, send them away so they can fulfill their need." And Jesus makes this interesting statement. You know, what does he say? He says, they don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. You give them something to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as you receive that, um, and they didn't pursue this yet, mm-hmm. uh, but if God says to us, well, you, they have a need. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. No problem. Understand that. They have a need. Uh, they're around you. Mm-hmm. They're in your, uh, you know, uh, bailiwick. They're in your uh, culture. Your they're sphere in, of your influence. Sphere your... of influence. <laughs> um, you are there. Mm-hmm. You recognize mm. that they have a need, um, and it could be either a requested need, or it could be just an observed need. Uh, right. So that you know, a lot of people who come to me. Uh, that I don't know, they're coming at it with a requested need. Mm-hmm. Is that, hey, I got a big problem, I'm in trouble, or I'm in difficulty, or the adversity is so heavy on me. Uh, my my Christian friends are telling me to just live with it, but somebody that has, has dealt with you, and they've experienced uh, God at work, said they should, I should call you, you know? And so, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Uh, tell me about it, you know, what is it? Okay, uh, yep. I see your need. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I guarantee you God can resolve this um, because it's happened for me and I can share that with them. And uh, so it's a requested need. Other times, uh, you know, look at your family, look at your small group, look at people you're around. You can observe that, yeah, I see something going on there. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a need for that. Um, so I'm observing it. And because I'm in relationship with them, um, God says to me, you know, yes, you're seeing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you go give them the answer. Now, not not the solution, but the answer is Jesus, mm-hmm. who does right. who does have the answer, and it'll be supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, go give it away. Uh, okay. Uh, so in this case, is, I believe it's an observed need. It's like, hey, it's getting late. Uh, they need to go eat, so send them away. Right. Jesus says, well, you give them something to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, implying that, uh, and they didn't respond this way uh, up front, but implying that the question should have come back is, are you, are you talking about supernatural stuff because you've demonstrated that to us? Are we supposed to participate in this? Mm-hmm. Uh, they just said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't have anything to give them. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and see, and this is cool. Um, 
And the way that Jesus works with us mm-hmm. is, is I find it uh, refreshing, uh, very stimulating, uh, and wonderful is that, you know, and I'm thinking of how would I do it, you know? And so, right, right. You know, well, I have nothing to give them. Uh, <laughs> well, and I would see, I would go into a very thorough uh, teaching. Oh, yeah, you do, you know, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> you know, you've, look at what you've experienced it, look at what you did. Are you telling me that you, do, you feel you have nothing? I would, right. I would teach it all. And uh, Jesus teaches by uh, example mm-hmm. um, and without condemnation, you know, without. Right. Uh, now, once in a while, he said, you know, I, I, I still have a, <laughs> you guys, I still am surprised. Are you kidding? <laughs> by, your, by your lack of faith. Uh, or, right. uh, hey, I know what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're way off. Uh, do you understand your way? You know, that kind of stuff. But mostly he just says, look, uh, we have nothing, you know, the disciples say we have nothing to Mm -hmm. give them. Jesus says, well, what do you have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got some loaves and fishes. Okay. Um, so one, you said you have nothing. You actually do have something. Right. Um, because they didn't even say up front, well, all we got is this. They said, we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what do you have? Well, I got this. Okay, bring it to me. Um, okay, so they didn't, like, what are you doing? What's going to happen here? At that point, they're just being obedient to, okay. Right. Here it is. Um, uh, Jesus blesses it. Uh, he gives thanks. And he's, you know, throughout the you know, feeding of the 5,000, feeding of the 4,000, uh, several times, he was demonstrating um, the Passover, mm-hmm. and the and the communion is this is a gateway into the supernatural. Mm, that's uh, so good. And the reason is that it's it's as you as you enter in through what I'm doing for you, gonna do for you, which God did for Egypt uh, for the Israeli Israelis in Egypt, and ever since is that um, as you do Passover, you are recognizing the life and the power of God that then translates into my real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he kept demonstrating that aspect of it. So he gave thanks and, and, uh, and blessed it. And then he says to the disciples, go out and give it away to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Okay, now <laughs> at that moment... Um, they've only got a few fish and a few loaves. Right. Uh, and what Jesus did is he, you know, they had baskets, so they had 12 baskets. Uh, he broke it up and gave it to them. And that, so they've only got one or two little pieces in the basket, mm-hmm. um, each of the baskets. And now as you look at that and God said, go give that away, our natural question would have been what? How in the world's that going to do anything? That'll feed this one person. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll... he looks like a big eater. So yeah. Make it <laughs> um, this ain't going to go very far. We'll be out of food here in about five minutes. Right. Uh, right. And the rest of them will still be hungry. You know, so they could have um, challenged that mm-hmm. and discussed it further, which he would have explained. But they. At this point, the one thing they have learned, and this is kind of cool, mm-hmm. 
if Jesus says something, yeah, expect to be phenomenal stuff, uh, supernatural stuff. So okay, <laughs> all right, right. Uh, so they did step in obedience. So okay, uh, so they start uh, going to the crowds, and by the way, they had already been gathered in groups of fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're sitting in groups, uh, able to go, you know, go out, and they start saying, "Okay, here uh, is food for you. Um, take what you want." Mm-hmm. Okay, now think about the miracle. What had to have happened to feed probably ten to twelve thousand? Had to people. be multiplying as it went. In because in, even when you think about the size of carrying. 12 baskets. 12 baskets doesn't hold enough bread for 5,000 men plus all of the women and that's, children. That's right. So it had to be continually multiplying. Yeah. So it's, it's right? multiplying in the baskets themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and they ultimately fed everybody. And interesting enough, at the end, it kept multiplying and filled the basket. Because mm-hmm. they wound up with 12 baskets full of food after everybody right. had, had eaten. Um, so as we look at that, it was teaching the disciples, an important thing is that, um, if you and you, and they did in a sense, have the faith to at least make the attempt at it because, well, yeah, I've, I've, I know you can do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so God says, will you go give it away? Right. Um, as you give it away, the supernatural is functioning while you're giving it away. Mm, uh, so it so, so it wasn't that um, you know. Let's see if it happens and then do it. It's trust that it's going to happen, and you're going to the people who have the need mm-hmm. and saying, "Okay, I'm going to." Uh, show you, experience you uh, the actual supernatural, he'll deliver it as we're walking together mm-hmm. with that. And I'm going to be a participant in that because I know something and, and I'm going to help you know something and receive it. And we're going to experience the supernatural, which by the way, um, at the at, just like with them, it may not require faith on the part of the recipient. Right. Uh, it could be just, are you willing to let me do something here? Um, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to see this happen. And the supernatural happens because of because of I'm giving it away through me. It, they don't have to be fully uh, a person of faith believing it. They mm-hmm. just they just have to allow it to happen. Then when you do, right. then the encouragement is, wow, that was cool. Is that something I can participate in? Yeah, come and walk with Jesus too, you know, and, and mm-hmm. learn what it is. And so uh, he says, I'm going to engage you in the giving it away process. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, when he says giving it away, it's not about the disciples had the 12 baskets full of food. Right. It was they understood what they had, which was the ability to experience and be participating in the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Which, which I think it's interesting did. too when you look at this. I think they understood it after he called it out, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> or I shouldn't say even fully understood. They understood enough to know he can, so I'm going to step in obedience. But I think even looking at the beginning, that beginning interaction, I think we can all relate to that in so many ways. You know, they see this need 
And then he says, you know, you go give them something to eat. And I think how many times do we see something and we don't feel worthy, equipped, supplied, able to meet the need. Mm -hmm. And I think that talks about how the enemy will, will give us a false identity or a false sense. And I think even when we're learning life in the supernatural, we're learning abiding, we can easily sit back and say, oh, that person knows it so much more. I don't have what I need to give it away. Right. And, and the call even in this is what do you have? Bring it to me and let me do the work because it's never about us. Yep. You know, it's, it's walking with him and him doing it. And even in our weakness, you'll second Corinthians 12, nine, his grace is sufficient. His strength is demonstrated in our weakness. Mm. And in this, this to me just demonstrates that so much and reminds me even, you know, when I'm feeling less than, and when the enemy wants to poke that lie that you're not able to, to do this yet, God is calling you just like the disciples you step in in obedience and bring what you have and and know that he will lead. You walk with him. And when you walk with him, you will walk in the supernatural. His Holy Spirit will lead, will provide the needs, will speak the words, give you the words to speak. All of these things that I think we let insecurities keep us from giving it away by listening to the lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, and that aspect of uh, what you're saying is, you know, what do you have is that, as you're beginning to learn this, you don't have much. Right. Uh, but he says, let's take what you have. As mm-hmm. you give that away, it actually increases for you too. Right. Uh, because now you learn something else and you experience it further so that as it grows, which would happen you know, by the time they get the ax, they they're have no trouble with this. Right, uh, they right. They they now think, oh, by the way, they got a need. Let's go. Let's go. Let the supernatural happen, <laughs> because they're growing in it. Why? Because they gave it away when they mm-hmm. had when they didn't have much. Uh, so that right. that's a good call. So, Father, we thank you for uh, that. You're saying to us, well, you you do it, um, mm-hmm. and we're to just bring what we have, uh, step into what you say, take the step of obedience. And we will experience that supernatural more and more, and others will be the recipient of it. And so we just pray that uh, we will be willing to receive even the little that we have and begin to share that and uh, allow other people to experience it, which means we get to experience it again. And we praise you and thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, if you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we would love to talk about them. And look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.